What's kicking, chickens? Welcome back to Can We Fix It? I'm your host, Maura Walsh, joined as always by my lovely and talented co-host, Jennifer the Vulpinator Douglas. How you doing, lady? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Well, I'm I'm doing better than Matt Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, this is You're this right in, huh? Listen, this these are some of the times where it's like genuinely awkward to do this podcast because like I like Matt Brown and like I might have voted for Matt Brown but as a general rule I don't take my vote um and flush it down a toilet uh which is what voting for Matt Brown in this context uh would be doing for those of you who do not know what we're talking about the polling came out for governor's race um so uh Gorbea's team did the did the polling on this one, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um Gorbea's pretty high up there. She's sitting at 24%. Um the only person higher is Dan McKee sitting at 26. Um then can we fucking do something about this guys? Listen, Dial it back. I read I read a headline that was like Rhode Islanders think Dan McKee is doing a decent job. And like the word decent struck me as very funny because like they didn't say good. <laughs> they didn't say great. He's okay. And like that's decent. Like that's that's how I feel. Like most people respond they're like, "And how do you feel about Governor McKee?" And they're like, "I mean, he's okay." Right? He's fine. He's I guess yeah, I don't I don't hate him actively. I think I hate him passively. Um, and that just yeah. that made me laugh. Now, if Dan McKee were Daniela McKee, that number would be sitting at like twelve percent and everybody would be like, Queen Dan Daniela McKee always making these terrible rules. Um I do think this is a nice dichotomy though between um COVID under Gina and COVID under Dan Dan the Forgettable Man. Um, because everybody kept saying that Gina was overreaching and that she was doing things that she shouldn't be doing and blah, blah, blah. Um, and Dan has gone the opposite direction in that he's just chosen to do, uh, fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. And now we have one of the highest transmission rates that we've had, in, uh, like a year now. So, hey, you know, great right. job, everyone. Right. Uh, Governor Amundo did this thing when COVID first started where she sent every kid home with, um, like a little food stamps card, essentially, had their name on it. It gave maybe 50, 75 bucks a month, uh, but it was to supplement all the lunches that the kids would normally be eating at school because all of a sudden these kids were eating their lunches at home. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just little thoughtful things of doing, you you know my favorite thing, Jen, is when politicians use my tax dollars to take care of me and not the fucking paw socks and not the Superman building and not Brown University. I really just appreciate when my government has the kindness and thoughtfulness to use my money that I paid them to take care of me to fucking take care of me. Right. Which we will get back to later on in the show uh, in terms of, that's not what we meant by spend the money. <laughs> Little segment we'll play later. Um, we'll get there later. But as for Matt Brown, um, I'm, of, I'm of two minds, okay? Um, 
I was talking to one of my friends about it and she said, you know, prior to knowing you, a person in politics, I would not have given a flying fuck about who was running for governor a year in advance. I'm, I'm sorry, I just wouldn't. There's no world in which I would have been checking a year before to see who was running for governor. And so that 20% undecided, I think, is doing some heavy lifting there. Um, but I, I understand that and I appreciate that, especially in a time when our regular day-to-day lives are such casual shit shows. Um, I get that politics is not necessarily number one on people's mind. <clears throat> on the other hand, I don't think even with a year uh, extra of campaigning that you can go from six fucking percent to winning a five-way primary like that six six oh my god jen this goes back to a conversation you and i have had on multiple occasions like if i ever got foil hat conversation no 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 no, no. our door knocking conversation if i ever knocked twenty thousand doors and only got 600 votes i would fucking lose my shit Remember that exactly. conversation? Yeah. Yeah. This that conversation. If, if I ran for governor twice, twice, this is his second run. And let's remember the first time it was just him versus Gina and he still didn't do higher than like 32%. Ugh. I, I don't know, man. It could be worse. You could be Luis Daniel Munoz and not <laughs> even have been part of the polling altogether. Because I know they included folks who has only been you didn't use them during the year, so the company takes them back again. Is that what we're waiting for? Like they're just going to take the option right off the table? Oh, look at that! We didn't use it, so we don't have to make any decisions now. Sorry, Rhode Island. Well, I think that this segues nicely into uh, the equal and opposite reaction, which is Mayor Lisa Baldelli Hunt of Woonsocket. So right? oh, yeah. we've, we've got, good. we've got Dan who's like, I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend the ARPA money yet because, um, it requires me rubbing the two brain cells that I have together really, really hard. And then sparks shoot out and it's very uncomfortable and I'd rather just not do that. So I'm not going to, we've got Mayor Lisa Baldelli Hunt who has a really loose, loose interpretation of the word like relief or like emergency (laughs) like just not not really picking up what we were putting down when we were saying spend the money so with their cut of the what the what the fuck does it stand for american relief something something jen help me a little goddamn girl i don't know what the fuck it stands for There's dead silence over there. Uh, yeah, whatever. Usually when there's dead silence, it means I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> However, I have very strong opinions on it. <laughs> so I'm not afraid to admit this on air. I'm not good with acronyms. No, no. Once I you shorten it for me, I... The money is earmarked for relief and recovery. It's from the federal government. It was given to us. During the pandemic. We have some for the state. Some's been 
divvied up between the towns and cities. And that money is for relief and recovery from the pandemic. So apparently ergonomic chairs are on the list of things. That oh, are God, it's necessary. a terrible, it's a terrible acronym. That's why it's the American Rescue Plan Act. That's awful. Ah, gotcha. It's the Plan Act. It's the, the Plan Act. Act. That's awful. Now I know why my brain shut that out. Um, yeah, so you're right. They they decided that new ergonomic chairs for members of the city council um, was a good use of that money. Because yes, uh, because so rescue your asses from being numb. <laughs> I'm very uh, happy for all of you. Listen, when you council. do that much time sitting on your ass doing nothing, I get that you want it to be comfortable. Um, yep, it's exactly. just that It'll that make you feel good. And then were they also getting an ice skating rink? Yep, a synthetic ice skating rink. So synthetic Ooh, ice, so synthetics. it doesn't melt. And it can be your None of that real ice for the people of Woonsocket. No, you get fancy synthetics. And I genuinely love the public's reaction to this, which has just overwhelmingly been, um, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because and they love, were surveyed. I love the fact, too, that they had a meeting about this. Right! I believe it was a 16-year-old girl got up. And she was like, this isn't exactly what we were asking for. And the mayor of Woonsocket actually told her to, like, basically sit down and shut up. And this child was trying to advocate for her own community, her own community. Like, we need some housing and some tax relief and people need to eat. And Lisa's like, sit your ass down in that uncomfortable chair and mind your business. (laughs) Okay, that escalated quickly. Oh, I saw the quotes that were like, you could just keep tweeting your Twitters. With all your troll followers. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is fucking gold. This is great. Nailing this. This is a really good look. Well, and the other thing that I think is funny is that they surveyed the fucking town before they were going to do, before they were going to start spending the money. And overwhelmingly, people were like, housing, we need housing. We We need housing really bad. Like, we desperately need housing. And they were like, what's that you say? Synthetic ice rink. You got it, gang. Like, yeah. I I think it was like the final question on Family Feud where everybody in this city wrote down synthetic ice rink. (laughs) And they had the, you know, ding, 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 synthetic ice rink. Everybody decided that was what they wanted. I really, really doubt that that was the winning question that popped up on the survey. Survey says you're getting a synthetic ice rink. And the thing that pisses me off is like, I, I would like it better if they did not ask people how they wanted to spend the money. Okay. If they spent it on a fucking dumb ice rink and a bunch of fancy chairs and then came out and were like, I thought that's what you wanted. Oh my God, my bad. It is incredibly infuriating that they asked them, hey, what do you want? That's like me be on your birthday. Hey, Jen, what do you want? And you're like, I want a bottle of champagne. And I'm like, baggy full of dog crab. You got it. Right. Loud and clear. 
at least if you didn't ask me and just got me the dog crap, I'd be like, cool, thanks, I guess. Like, <laughs> that's fine. You know, because at least oh. you just got me something. I can't. But I yeah. can't with these people. No, like, I, can't. I can't. And then they had a rally. They had a rally on Sunday to to highlight the fact that, you know, this is not what we asked for. And they sent town workers out to to use those air blowers to blow leaves, leaf blowers. They had they sent town workers out with leaf blowers on a Sunday, which I'm assuming was like what time and a half on a Sunday. Oh, had to, to be. send them out just to, to interrupt a rally. Specific area where they were having their rally to blow leaves around and follow them around the park where they're trying to have their rally and then pack up and go home the minute it was over. So like talk about the most petty fucking bullshit thing you can do is to actually send town workers out at time and a half to blow leaves during a public rally and then send them home again when it's over. Listen, if you're the kind of person who's going to bring up Twitter slights in a fucking city council meeting, it does not surprise me that you're the same kind of person that would be like, blow leaves at them while they protest. Blow leaves at them. them. Make them annoyed. I will pay you $45 an hour. Like, oh my God. I mean, I guess if you're willing to shell out for ergonomic chairs, you're fine paying $45 an hour to blow leaves on a Sunday. But I mean, Jesus, right. But now if we were to ask for like, you know, $1,000 for fucking COVID tests for kids in schools, they'd be like, man, we just don't have it in the budget. Like, sorry, just open up a window and hope for the airflow to take control. You won't catch COVID that way. You yeah. don't need tests. So airflow. This this is what we call um the evil genie politician, right? The politician where you gotta be, and honestly, they're all like this. You gotta be really fucking specific with them, or they will fuck <laughs> you in very clever ways. Okay. So when we've got Dan out here just sitting on like 168 million fucking dollars that could be absolutely taking care of people, um, and we're like, bro, spend the money. Then we've got Lisa on the other end who's like, what's that? Spend the money on shit that I like? You got it. Like, you got to be so fucking specific with these people. So let's do this. Hi, we need Dan. That's his name. Every fucking time. Dan. Dan, 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 we need you to spend the ARPA money. It's such a dumb name. I cannot get over what a dumb name it is. We need you to spend the ARPA money, but we need you to spend it on us, not on more Chiefs for Change contracts and fucking $5 million bids to your fucking... We're going to say friends and be generous, even though we know, I fully believe that Mike McGee and Dan McKee are the same person, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Um, Exactly. We're going to let this one slide for now. We do not want you spending money on new uh, luxury condos. Nobody's asking for that. We do not want you Mm -hmm. spending money on a Legionnaire's disease mist ring that's just going to, like, create a new version of COVID that somehow has legs and can run after you. Like we don't need that kind of nonsense. What we need you to spend the money on is relief. Give people back 
food stamps for their children, particularly during times when they're being quarantined because of class exposure to COVID. Give people back affordable housing options within this city. Everybody says that there's no housing. No, there's plenty of fucking housing that's listed at $3,000 a month that's going to sit empty until the end of fucking time because there's like 15% tops of the entire population that could afford that. Like, you're building all this shit and being like, Field of Dream style, if we build it, they will come. There's not that many fucking rich people, okay? And when you continuously create more and more poor people and more and more homeless people by refusing to help them when that help would have fucking counted for something, you make it statistically impossible for any of these apartments to become filled. Because it is so much harder to claw your way out of the destitution that you're setting everybody at than it would be for you to just give people a little bit of fucking help before they end up with evictions on their records and fucking sleeping on the streets with their children. Like, that is so much harder to come back from than if you just Mm -hmm. fucking helped people. And you know what, Dan? Your re-election would, oh my God, you would blow Gorbea out of the fucking water if you decided to, I know, just really crazy idea here. Use our tax dollars to take care of us. It would like you, your mind would be blown at how quickly people would flip from undecided slash Munoz <laughs> to Dan McKee fans. Okay. Seth Magaziner's 16% would be tripping over themselves to come and fucking collect a check from you. Get your head out of your ass and do something. And no, I don't mean buy yourself a fancy new chair. I mean do something to help those of us who have been fucking nail-biting our way through these last 24 pandemic months. Those of us who are like, I have rent and that is it. I got 45 cents left in my bank account after paying rent. Let's fucking move on into the week. Like, do something for the fucking middle class who's still managing to make their mortgage payments even though they're drowning in debt that they've incurred from a fucking year and a half sitting at home. It's weird how when you're home all the time, your energy consumption and your food consumption and your internet consumption all skyrocket. And yet, your wages stay the same. Like, help us for fuck's sake and no not with an ice rink we don't need an ice rink thank you please please so we're gonna play um uh, a new little game uh called tell me the suspect is white without telling me the suspect is white um we (laughs) we had an incident in providence a couple of weeks ago where there was a hostage situation slash standoff on Federal Hill, um, where uh, it, 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 we're not going to get into the details yet because we're going to explain explain the rules of the game. So, um, as we go through the the facts of what happened, I want you, Jen, uh, to go ahead and ding 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 ring in when you have a clue that the suspect uh, is white. Or, 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 or you suspect that the suspect is white. Okay. Suspect is what? White. Okay. You okay. got it. So, uh, the incident took place on Federal Hill, 
uh, at a barber shop called We the People. Ding 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 ding. ding. Okay, can we all agree that even a person of color who is in great mental crisis uh, to the point of wanting to take hostages and have a standoff would never do so inside a barber shop called We the People? Like, no, that's over before it's not safe. No, that's no. not safe for you. That's not safe for you. You got to go to like La Nina's down on Smith Street where, you know, you got to fight and chance at least. Um, so the incident took place at uh, We the People. The standoff lasted for hours. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Genua, uh, why are you ringing in? Because it lasted for hours and nobody shot him. Oh, that's a that's a clue. That's a clue. Um, the the <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with this. The news article um, that spoke about uh, this case. Um, mentioned that this person was out on bail for a previous crime. But ding, the- <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yep. Is it the bail portion? <laughs> yep. Yes, the bail portion in it. Yep. Out on bail for a previous crime. Um, and yet the photo that they chose to use was of at Wells Avenue. Ding, ding. I think we can all agree that if the suspect had been any color other than white, that photo would have been his mugshot. And we know he has one because he's out on bail for what was it again, Jen? Uh, the same crime. Oh, right. The exact also, same crime. Holding people hostage at a Walgreens, was it? Mm-hmm. I think. With a gun. Yeah. With a, With gun. a gun. So. Yeah. Um, so. This has concluded. This has concluded this, has concluded this week's our game. Our game of tell me the suspect was white without telling me the suspect was white. Um, If you have not recognized yet that we live in a country where there are entirely different rules for white people as there are for black people. You are being willfully ignorant at this point. Um, this week, Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty. Also, just like pet peeve, real quick, Kyle Rittenhouse was not acquitted. Acquitted is when you are found guilty and then you appeal and then the jury finds you not guilty. That's when you are acquitted. He was found not guilty. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it does. Um, Kyle Reynolds was found not guilty in the world's fakest, most bullshit, um, quote unquote, fair trial I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Um, like, it was a circus. Oh my God. It was like the judge wouldn't let the prosecution call the victims victims. Like they had to be yep. called like their by their names or like riders. It was just it was fucking it was absolutely tragic, um, but not remotely surprising uh, in terms of an outcome. I'm I'm so confused and disoriented when I hear white women and white people in general being like, "Oh my god, I'm shocked." I'm like, "Really shocked? You're shocked? This isn't like." What happens every single time that 
white people uh, take up arms against people of colors that every single time we're like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's absolutely, yeah, that's cool. We don't mind that. Um, I or, hope. Uh, this is where I hate myself. This is how we, you know how we talk sometimes about how, why do we hope for things? Because mm. every single fucking time your hope gets just like crushed, crushed. and ruined. Every time I hope that it will be different and there will be a different outcome and we will learn. So I, I am every time I'm always like, maybe this time, maybe this time. So, so every time I'm always shocked, like, how have we not fucking learned? Yeah. And I'm, and I, and I, and I fucking hate myself for it because I should, I do know better, but I still think to myself, maybe this time. Well, and this is why you and I have such a good friendship is because like you are the optimist where I am like ever the bitter cynic because I look at this and I don't think like we haven't learned. I think like, why would we? Why would we? This is a good setup for the people who made this setup, which is white men get to do whatever the fuck they want and everybody else can sit down and shut up and wait their turn except just kidding it's not your turn it's never going to be your turn like this is how it's always been this is how if it were up to them it always would be um you have trayvon martin who was murdered for the sole crime of like having skittles in his hoodie pocket um and we were like yeah no that's fine totally cool don't even worry about it. Um, and then you have this Rittenhouse kid who, like, fully, you know, takes a takes a weapon into a different state to protect, like, an empty car lot. And we're like, he was standing his ground. Leave him alone. Like, there's... Being black in America is a fucking trap. Um, it's... It's... If you make it out alive, your mental health just suffers every single day. I mean... Th- hanging out with my friend the day of the verdict and she was just a mess you know she was a mess and she was like this is exhausting to this is exhausting to just watch people that look like me um get gunned down people that look like me get arrested for you know the crime of existing and then you know this asshole who murdered two people just gets to like go home tonight and sleep in his own bed and everything is comfy and cool um and, and- it's like a hero to certain right wing you know asshats it, yeah it's just that's the the part that's like really fucking tragic it it it's it's painful to watch people just venerate him and and just you know applaud him too on top of it that is a thing that is just gut-wrenching is is that part of it is seeing people actually love the fact that he got off and love the fact that he shot people and love the fact that he killed people because they seem to think that dead people is worth more than property you know like it's fine to protect property if in and you can kill people over property I don't understand that. This is something I don't get. Yeah, I, I there is nothing in really, my life that I own that I would murder somebody over. Right. Like, there's nothing like, in my I, life that I would be like, I will protect this at your life, like, with my life or yours. Like, no, no, nothing is that. I don't care about yeah, any I of my stuff that much. I don't get it. 
like I'm noticing even, I mean, talk about like even on a local level, you go on your local town pages and somebody will randomly mention that their car got broken into or oh their my car God. got stolen or somebody was, you know, saw somebody on their front porch through their ring and people immediately jump on there and they're like, yeah, well, they're going to be really unhappy. What, you know, this is a state where you're allowed to shoot people on your property. And I'm like, dude, somebody stole like fucking 87 cents out of your car. You're going to kill them. Like you're going to kill someone because they broke into your car. Or like the thing about like the ring cameras on the front porch or whatever. Like, Oh my God, somebody was on my front porch. Like God forbid, maybe they were asking for help. Like, just come out, like, somebody who's, like, being chased by a mugger and, like, comes to your front porch and you just open the door to shoot them point blank. Be like, I just wanted you to call 911. Why is it such a cruel country? I lived in a college, I mean, I lived in college neighborhoods the whole time I was in college. But, like, we had random drunk people wander up on our front porch a lot. It was great. We had a few bars, like, in our neighborhood. So we had random drunk dudes kind of just stumble by quite often. If I shot people every time they wandered onto my front porch, I'd have a lot of dead bodies in the backyard. It would not be good. Well, um, a lot more that, than you that, already it, do. No. <laughs> not have been okay. I just like these people have zero regard for human life. I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. when, did, when did we start loving property so much? And here's the thing that also fucks me up is that like for a while I thought it was bluster, you know, like that old like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, if they came into my town, I'd fucking go out there and I'd, I'd shoot somebody. And, blah, blah, blah. and like uh, I tell the story of uh, I have a beautiful veggie garden in my backyard and my landlord was, he never gets any of it because the rabbits eat all of it. And he finally was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm going to fuck this rabbit up. Like, I can't, like, you know, it eats my whole garden. And he was like, ready, you know, like had the BB gun and the whole thing and was like looking at it and was like, yeah, no, I can't kill a rabbit. Like, apparently I, like, I don't have it. Like, it's adorable and it's fluffy. And like, I guess he can just eat my whole garden. And like, part of me, me. when I saw all these memes of like, protect your job, protect your Ford, protect your dog with your AK-47, I was like, "Ah, that's all bluster. But like, when it came down to it, that we're like human beings and you don't want to like hurt another human, Um, particularly when you're not in any danger, right? Um, and, and then I see these Rittenhouse assholes and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm built different. Where like, I wouldn't want to intentionally fuck up somebody's life over a TJ Maxx that's not even in my town. I just, right. Maybe I'm not patriotic enough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I, I am not. I guess I'm not patriotic enough to want to save somebody else's Starbucks. I, I'm just, I don't get it. I, I do not understand. Don't tread on I my target. Well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, what was the other, we had one more thing we had to get to. Oh, uh, women's, yes, conference. women's conference. Uh, Otherwise known as Mora was correct. Mora was right. I love it's, it's my favorite time of day. It's Mora was right o'clock. Um, so a few months back, it was brought to my attention. I didn't go out of my way to find this. Somebody sent it to me that there was going to be a panel at the, um, at the 
Women in Leadership Conference in Providence, um, that there was going to be a panel titled Men Who Get It. <laughs> and it was like six or seven <laughs> men who, you know, get it. I guess the men get it. They just, they get it. Um, yeah. And I, of course, um, being well known for my tolerance, my patience, um, and, and and honestly, my kindness in addressing all things, um, politely said, um, what the fuck is this horse shit? Yeah. <laughs> fucking, I believe that's pretty close. To fucking women's conference, said. my ass. This is bullshit. I would never pay money for this. <clears throat> End quote. <laughs> um, and everybody lost their fucking shit. I was getting harassed by all sorts of fucking people. The millennial RI guy was like up my butt being like, now that's not a kind and uplifting tweet. And I'm like, um, if you're coming here for kind and uplifting tweets, you have taken a very, very wrong turn here. I don't know what led you to believe that this was the place to come for kind and supportive tweets. It was the place for, for <clears throat> sweetness and light. It's and also... That thing, there's this thing that organizers do, um, or politicians or people in the upper, um, organizing echelons do where when they get the messaging wrong, um, and you as the audience say, Hey, that's, um, that's shitty messaging. They'll be like, no, you're a shitty audience. Like that's it's always they can it's so hard for organizers to just admit that like yeah we put our heart and souls into this and we missed the mark and we probably should have thought about it a little longer. Um no, instead it's easy to be like Mora, I think it's really fucked up that you're attacking a woman of color and I'm like mm, no, I'm attacking an all male panel at a women's conference. Well, the the organization that runs the conference was started by a woman of color, right? That's not attacking a woman of color. That's not, that's a long walk for a short drink of water, my friend. Um, and also like, we can't just shout isms whenever people have opinions that are different than ours. And I know that that sounds very Republican of me, um, but words have meanings and you have to like, you have to put your, your thought and your weight behind it. Right. So, um, calling my criticism, my very, 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 very valid criticism of an all male panel at a women's conference. And honest to God, it was the fucking title men who get it that I was just like, Oh, jerk off emoji, jerk off emoji, jerk off emoji. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't, I, I, think it's quite the stretch to call that racist i'm sorry it really is so here's the deal <clears throat> everybody told me that i was being an asshole and i was like all right fine i'm being an asshole the women's conference uh has come to pass and weirdly the men who get it panel didn't go well oh not very well received not well received if only like a woman had told you hey uh, I'm a woman and I would hate this. Also, my big thing was like, I'm I'm literally your target audience. Like women in leadership conference, like bro, that is right up my alley. Like why would you not listen to me when I'm like, hey, I should want to go to this and because of this, I definitely don't. <laughs> um, right, like this is my jam. I would love this. 
So the moderators started, right. So the moderators started the conversation with what are women going to do to make space for men to be allies? Oh my, okay. All right. Wait, no. What are women, okay. No. No. So, few women no. walked out. No, no, I, I know. Few women like fully <laughs> lost their shit. What are women inside, going to do huh? to make space for men to be allies? Because yes, at the end of the day, isn't it a woman's job to make space for a man to feel comfortable with women existing? <sighs> <sighs> If only somebody had told you that this was a bad idea, maybe we wouldn't have had to watch it turn into a bad experience. But alas, oh. you guys had to go with the follow through. So once again, Mora was right. This might be the worst intro to anything I have ever heard in my life. Oh my God. What? can women do to make space for men to be allies i'm not doing a goddamn <laughs> fucking thing sir that's what i'm going to do for you i would have walked out did people walk out yeah. i would have walked the fuck out yeah yeah i would have flipped table. a table, <laughs> flipped a and table. walked out yeah i am um... And the thing is, there were a couple of men on the panel who, like, I know and are, like, really good dudes and were just, like, held hostage by this moment of just, like, what do you do at that point, right? Like, you walk off stage? Like, do you just, like, or you just, like, white-knuckle it and be like, okay, this, so that's how this is going to go. All right. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so the question that I had prior to the conference was, who decided that the men get it? You know, men who get it. Was it like a panel of women who were like, these men, these men get it? Or was it the men who were like, we get it? You know? We get it. We just, yeah. we're so I good know. at this. We get it. And now that the conference has passed, I have the answer to that very clearly. <laughs> I think I know. I uh, think we get it. I, I think, think we all I think get we it. all get it. Friends, happy day after Turkey Day. It's good to be back. Um, next month, we're definitely going to take a week off for Christmas and possibly New Year's. But you'll get a couple new episodes because, again, doing some deep dives on um, some of this ILO stuff. And it is just... Um, you know, shout, yes, but like shout out to like Eli Sherman and Tim White and Ted Nisi who've been like doing a lot of the digging on this. But I feel like what happens is, um, and and I'm absolutely the same way. But when it comes out piecemeal, um, it takes my brain a minute to put it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't until you see it all in one long row that you're like, yo, what the fuck? What is this shit? Um, 
Yeah, and so, there's a lot. Yeah, and so it is really helpful to be able to utilize the reporting that they did um, to just make kind of a greatest hits uh, of reasons why this um, this $5.2 million bid was uh, just an absolute sham and uh, a waste of everybody's time and money. And honestly, at this point, it's starting to feel a little illegal. Um, if it's not illegal, it should be. <laughs> exactly there are so many portions of this that i'm like if that's not against the law i it's very upsetting that that it's not um which is a thing that you find out at the state house all the time like there's so many things that you just assume are laws that are not they're just like social guidelines it's not well we'll like we'll like put in like we put in a thing about like kids in car seats about like mandating that kids be in car seats and I was like, is that not already the law? And they're like, nope. no, it's like heavily suggested, but it's not technically a law. And I was like, fucking wow. Okay. So like shit yeah, like that. No you know idea. what I mean? Um, so, you know, when you find out that like Dan McKee's staff was emailing Mike McGee the appropriate wording that they should use to get the contract and the bid the contract you know yeah. what i mean you think to yourself like that that has yeah. to be illegal right if it isn't it super should be um yeah we should write that down for later so we can make a law about it right we won't don't worry we won't we'll pass it in the house and then the senate will kill it that's how we that's how we kill things when exactly. we don't want to when we don't want to take credit for that's it that's how all the good stuff uh um, goes away yeah we'll we'll explain that one to you uh someday soon we'll get that later well i'm like I, i'm watching our time tick down i did not realize quite how long this episode was going to be um thank you for listening thank you for becoming patrons thank you for all of those of you who are continuing to reach out and let us know um that you love the show and honestly my mental health has been so much better since getting rid of the fucking twitter um we have a podcast twitter that is run by <laughs> you'll never know um is it Jen? Is it me? Is it Greg? Is it our mysterious director who has never shown her face before? Like, you don't know and you don't have to know. And plausible deniability is all we're really looking for anyway. Um, exactly. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Get boosted. And go be a good neighbor.